quick shout out again to this week's episode sponsor, the Melanin Hemp Goddess Shop, a one-stop hemp shop created for and by women of color. Owner Desiree, who is also a melanin goddess, was so tired of seeing the same products and images at smoke shops and she was having the same awful experiences. So one day she decided to do something about it and create products herself in an online shop where women of color can feel comfortable and are represented on the products. I love the Melanin Hemp Goddess Shop because they have items such as crystal pipes, gold goddess ashtrays that have melanin beauties on them, gold goddess blunt rings, rolling trays, and so much more. Learn more and support this black woman-owned canna brand on melaninhempgoddess.com to toke like the goddess that you are and find them on Instagram at melaninhempgoddess. You can also use discount code M-J-I-Y-A-N-A for 10% off your first order. Rated M for Mature. We want more. We want more. Like, we really like it. We want more. Welcome back to Wine, Weed, and Weave. I am your host, Ayana, aka the Marijuana Ayana, and welcome back. If you're new here, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. Like I said, for those who are new and are not aware of the purpose of the show, it was created to highlight the work and voices of Black and Brown women in the cannabis industry. I like to also add CBD industry in there. I thought that was like already known, but <laughs> CBD included. Um, and hope everyone is remaining high and healthy and in high spirits as always and has something to smoke and sip on while listening if you're able to. Um, I really hope everyone has something something to smoke because it's been a long week, but we're <laughs> going to get into all of that. Per usual, the disclaimer, everyone on the show is over 21. We live in legal states. We're allowed to smoke weed. So this week's guest, I'm really excited to have her on. I say that for every guest, but every guest is just so popping. So I just really love talking to every single woman on the show. Um, she's another woman of color creating her own business and platform in the cannabis space, including CBD and cannabis education. She's also a UCLA alumni and the founder of Holla Hemp. Holla Hemp is socially and environmentally responsible CBD brand, which I think is really cool because part of the branding is that they donate a portion of each sale to the Last Prisoner Project. For those that aren't familiar, Last Prisoner Project is an organization that works with a lot of people who were arrested for cannabis, who had nonviolent charges, and works on um, giving them the supplies and the money they need to like not only survive while they're in the system, but also eventually get out. Um, so it's really great that this brand is giving back to them and they are a sustainable hemp brand as well holla hemp products include cbd bath bombs and like tinctures i love a tincture and mm-hmm. it's all natural and i just want to welcome the founder of all that welcome mahala heron wow what a grand a grand welcome <laughs> you're welcome Thank i you. tell every guest i want you to come on and just know that you are that bitch and you are doing <laughs> the dang thing period <laughs> no i love the energy and thank you for all of that yeah, of course. How are you doing today? How are you feeling? I know early you said you were fasting. Yeah, so I feel a little airheaded. Apologies. Bear with me. No worries. 
I think in these current times, a fast is sometimes needed. Very needed. I'm doing the grapefruit fast um, oh. for those fasters out there. So um, it's like, what is two two grapefruits every hour and like oh. a liter of water. Gonna... I've never heard of this fast. Yes. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So you stay hydrated. You're just kind of like. I mean, naturally, with any any fast, you're low energy. Are you mm-hmm. also fasting from cannabis during your fast? I know some people, when they fast, they, like, fast from everything. Yeah, I'm fasting from everything. Oh, wow. You are stronger than <laughs> me, girl. <laughs> Kudos to you. People keep telling me I should fast, and I'm like, I like weed and food way too much. I don't mm-hmm. know if I can. Do you do tolerance breaks? I do tolerance breaks, yes. Okay. I just had, like, a two-week tolerance break, That's kind of fast. against my own will. Because yeah. I had a throat issue, but it was still a tolerance break. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a fast. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll take it. But I'm still eating during a tolerance break, so does that count? Right. I mean, it's a cannabis fast. <laughs> okay, I'm okay with that. If we you say it's okay, that. I'm going to say I'm fasting. <laughs> well, I'm glad to have you on. I'm going to smoke for both of us then. Thank um, you. My first smoke of the day. I got you, sis. I'm smoking. What am I smoking today? I'm going to mix, I think, some sour diesel mm-hmm. and some true OG are you a hybrid give girl me, I'm definitely an indica hybrid okay. fan not really sativas I had some just sour diesel on its own this morning because I had a lot to do and I was like really buzzy and a little vibrating so I'm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna mix it yeah and see if that gives me more of a relaxed feeling good for about the end of the day right but um of course I want to talk to you about your brand and all the awesome things you're doing with Hala Hemp and like I said I really love that you incorporated donating to the last prisoner project into mm-hmm. your brand. And that's definitely something I want to talk about. But first of all, when did you start using cannabis and <laughs> how did you get involved in the industry and what has it been like so far? Um, I would say I first started using cannabis when I was what 16. I was at a football game and I'm one of those people that has a bunch of different friend groups. So I'm mm-hmm. with my hippie friends and, <laughs> um, they basically taught me how to smoke and everything. We're smoking out of a pipe, and I ended up putting my whole mouth on the pipe. <laughs> and I guess they assumed I had smoked before because I have locks. You just um, have the vibe. Yeah, so they were really disappointed in me. But, oh, no. Yeah, that was the best high. That was when weed was like $5, and you could fill a blunt. Oh, like, good old days. The good old days. I loved that weed. That was the best. So how did you want to get into the actual industry? What started Mm -hmm. that? Well, um, I was living in Germany last summer, or what is it, two summers ago now, Mm -hmm. and I was writing for a magazine called Lola. It was a Berlin culture magazine, and um, Berlin is all about, like, drugs, partying, sex. Yeah. Um, So there, um, you know, I speak a little bit of German, but it's not good yeah it's not good don't don't give me any credit okay Um, can I hear a little bit do you have any (laughs) German that you can teach us real quick uh do you speak German and speak in the Deutsch oh that's easy there you go easy easy (laughs) it's kind of like it it reminds me of English um enough okay but while I was there I just felt really isolated all I was doing was working out eating Mm -hmm. and sleeping and smoking um so to supplement my workouts I was working out like three hours a day which isn't good for you oh my goodness yeah I had CBD which um helped with my recovery helped with my anxiety Mm -hmm. it it basically like solved every problem I was having while I was in Germany 
So that CBD definitely is a game changer, especially if you're having like depression or anxiety. I know from my own experience, you're just like, oh, wow, light bulb went off. Right. So I'm guessing that kind of sparked a little light bulb in your head Mm -hmm. and that led you to thinking of uh, Hala Hemp. What inspired you to create your own CBD and hemp company? Um, I had interned for almost every major radio station in LA. And I've always worked for people throughout college. Mm-hmm. And through that experience, I just realized that I'm helping other people build their brands. Mm-hmm. And I have all the skills I need to build my own brand now. This and is so, very true. A lot yeah. of us do this. We work for other people and give our best ideas to them mm-hmm, and exactly. we don't even realize that we can do this ourselves yeah I mean I was um interning for I won't name say what it is but I got this really cool clip of a super popular artist mm-hmm. and I remember the platform posted the clip and then everyone was like thanking my boss like oh wow this is so oh. amazing good for you and me not getting the credit or her even saying like, oh, no, Mahala did this is mm-hmm. what really made me like, you know what? I need to do my own thing because I'm not getting the credit I deserve. <laughs> Listen, the universe will sometimes give you signs, not in the best way, but right. in the way that you need to receive them. Mm-hmm. That's crazy that like, I mean, not crazy. It's very common Yeah, from just working as well. Like mm-hmm. people will take credit for something that you did, but then you're like, okay, actually I'm better at this on my own right (laughs) no exactly I think that's what interning is you know just working for other people and not getting credit yeah and then of course like I mentioned I just really love that you incorporated the last prisoner project and Mm -hmm. adding you know giving back and sustainability into your branding why was adding that element into your brand so necessary to you well I would say that we are in an age where we want to see more accountability from people in power, companies, brands. And I just wanted to do my due diligence and Mm -hmm. make sure that I was giving back. Like we're all in the green rush as people call it. So if I'm not, you know, um, I have to walk the talk, talk the walk. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you mean. I got you. What's the phrase? Well, no, talk the talk. talk. No, if you're going to talk the talk, you got to right. walk the walk. Right? All yeah. that. <laughs> Don't ask us. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do all that. I want to see more accountability from these bigger brands. So I said I have to be that as well. That's fantastic. I think it's really interesting that you picked the Last Prisoner Project as mm-hmm. well. Because as you know, and I know they're uh, an organization that's very much about um, – you know, giving the people who have been arrested for cannabis a chance to live a life that's normal and have a second chance. Mm -hmm. And that's just this great organization to partner up with. Did you, you know, contact them directly or were you like, this is the one that I want to work with? This is the one I want to donate to. So I wanted to start, I guess I wanted to start a nonprofit myself originally. And then I was Googling. um, Oh, it's so much work. I Yeah, I was just... I don't know what I was thinking. I just knew I had this idea and I was like, let's free everybody. (laughs) And so once I started doing more research, I was like, wait, there's already someone that does this. So Mm -hmm. I just, I just, it was just a no brainer to donate. Yeah. Just a perfect fit Mm -hmm. for sure. So on your business page and on your personal page, you provide a lot of 
CBD and hemp education. I saw you went live recently, just mm-hmm. like talking about CBD. What questions or like misinformation do you still hear about cannabis or CBD or hemp that you want to eliminate through your platforms? Um, so although I can't think of a question off tops, I would say I want to highlight the diverse uses of cannabis. Mm-hmm. A lot of people either say, oh, it's going to make me high. I don't want it. Or, oh, it's not going to make me high. I don't want it. And mm, I just, this is true. yeah, I want to highlight that there's so many different uses for it at different times. You know, just how you're saying you smoke sour diesel in the morning and you smoke, you know, indica at night. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. I want mindful usage, mindful usage. And I want to bring that to the public and just show people that. There's just so many ways to use cannabis and hemp that you don't have to just stick to one road. Exactly. I know for myself and like my own, excuse me guys, if you hear noise in the background, but I know for myself and my own like brands and projects that I've worked on, I still get the questions like, this is going to make me high, Mm -hmm. this is going to show up on a drug test. Mm -hmm. What do you hear the most often or what are, what is one like, um, not true statement about CBD that you're just like sick of hearing and are ready for people to understand someone called it diet weed and I was pissed off (laughs) (laughs) I've also heard someone call it fake weed and I'm like no it's still yeah yeah, it's just so weird people think that like oh I I I had an ex that would be like I don't want CBD it doesn't get me high Mm -hmm. I'm like well that's the point it's not supposed to get you high (laughs) they're like well I don't want it then I'm like but it has other things Mm -hmm. it can Mm -hmm. do for you and I think there's still that like misunderstanding especially in the black community like we just think that you can only smoke blunts and smoke weed if you're not like in the industry and in the community like you only think you can smoke the only thing you think you can have is blunts and right and swishers and that's all and that's not necessarily the case but we're still learning that and I really mm-hmm. appreciate women like you and the things that you're doing because you're going okay I'm a woman of color in this space mm-hmm. and I'm going to create a platform of conversations for people like us to understand cannabis a little bit better yeah I think it has a lot to do with like the stigmatization of it you know yeah. especially amongst like our, our aunts the older black crowd um, oh yeah they have no they don't want to touch the weed now oh no, not <laughs> like, at all I'm like excuse me let me clutch my pearls okay <laughs> yeah they don't want to touch it because they don't quite understand it but that's why we need more women of color yeah. in this space to just create those conversations and create those spaces so we all can feel more comfortable exactly. um and then speaking of like your brand and what you're doing I saw that your brand mission it said, um, or one of like the values of your brand was supporting the liberation of incarcerated black people mm-hmm. for petty marijuana charges. Um, and I thought that was a really great statement and how you put it mm-hmm. because it's so simple. Yeah. But for those that just might not have, might not un- understand the concept, mm-hmm. like say I'm not a black woman who works in media, <laughs> yeah. can, you, can you explain mm-hmm. what that statement means? Um, yeah. So. Again, apologize. I'm feeling a little spacey, but no worry. <laughs> I would say, honestly, it's just super unfair. It's not right at all that so many of our black and brown brothers and sisters are in jail, incarcerated for mm-hmm. cannabis, which is now an essential business. It's like tripled in price. It's designer. Mm-hmm. If I see oh, another yes. Louis bag 
on my <laughs> cannabis. <laughs> I don't want to see a Louis logo, a Chanel logo. Like, oh my gosh, it's on. ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's blatantly inappropriate at this point that there's still yeah. people locked up for this plant and there's other, so many other white people profiting off of it. So, you know, just liberating those people is key. It's, it's like really obvious, you know? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense at this point for anyone who's been arrested for weeds to have that on their record to be still in jail if their only thing was a weed arrest or consumption or whatever like it just doesn't make any sense because once you know COVID hit and weed was deemed illegal I saw it in in real life Mm -hmm. sales went up and people in prison were saying what hold on I'm sitting in jail right now with the possibility of getting COVID and there are people out there making even more money from it what is going on yeah, and not to get all deep, but, you know. No, yeah. go deep. That's what this show is for. <laughs> <laughs> Just that, you know, okay, so say they went to prison for having cannabis. Once mm-hmm. you're actually in prison, you might get into a fight. You might this, you might that. And then you're adding up time. And, like, just the whole system is unfair because even if they were to eliminate, oh, no no charges um, for the cannabis or whatever the case, I'm like, are you guys going to eliminate the other charges that happened because of the original charge too? Or are you going to no. still deem this person as, like, a criminal because they, you know, whatever they did while in prison? And I just feel like just throw the whole system away. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like it at all. Yeah. I personally know someone that they started in the system because of weed arrest. Right. And they are still in the system for lots of other charges mm-hmm. because of that one weed arrest. And I, I deeply believe that when they were younger, like when you're young, you get caught for, with weed sometimes and place you're not supposed to get caught with weed. Like right. it happens. Right. But you shouldn't be 16, 17, 18 and get arrested for it and then end up just in the system over and over and over again because of that one thing. But now it's such a big part of this person's record in their life. It's changed them completely. Yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, they might develop, you know, um, mental, I hate to say mental illnesses, but the terms change. It's very true. PTSD will happen if you are in the system. I don't like, of course there are, men in there who are like I'm big and I'm tough and I'm strong but they are experiencing real life PTSD and they should have the ability to if they want to come out and work in weed they should have the ability to do that because as of right now no state if you're a criminal or have a criminal charge on your record for cannabis you can't work in weed and that doesn't make sense to me that makes absolutely no sense I mean I know why I know why they did it like we all know (laughs) we all know why yeah if you know one out of five black men are arrested for weed Mm -hmm. if you do the math you can go okay i can eliminate black men from getting involved in weed right if i put this law in there that anybody who's arrested for weed can't you know have a license yeah it just doesn't make sense not to hire the professionals that's all yeah (laughs) and if you don't want to be involved in it i think that's okay too i think someone someone brought it up to me they're like some people might have PTSD mm-hmm. and they don't want to be involved in the industry like mm-hmm. the fact that they got slammed that, that the fact that they got like slammed to the ground for a dime bag mm-hmm. might be triggering for them right. so if they don't want to work in the industry uh, people in the industry in the community should at least help them get back to their regular lives that's kind of what Last Prisoner Project does as well yeah, I, exactly. I believe they like give people the funds and the resources to like live a normal life mm-hmm. after they get out 
Yeah, and I really liked that part of them that they addressed reentry because it's one thing to release someone that's been in the yeah. system for so long, but how do you get them to get acquainted and you know get back into society? And I think it's really cool that Last Prisoner Project addressed the whole problem and not just part of it. Yeah, not just one part of the mm-hmm. problem. How did you, um, you know, did you have any experiences either at UCLA or in Germany or working in radio and the media that, um, you know, that you applied to what you do now or how you think about the industry now? Like, did any of your media skills, did you translate that to your um, business making skills? Mm -hmm. Definitely. Like, um, like I said, I interned for pretty much all of the major radio stations in L.A. And Mm -hmm. From that, I was doing like social media. I was producing shows or assist being an assistant producer when really interns do all the work. <laughs> um, I was the editor of my of the magazine at UCLA. It's called Nomo um, for the fiftieth year. So, you know, just throughout college, I was hustling and doing a bunch of social media, a bunch of um, marketing, product placement just all the tools I pretty much needed on the CEO side of business. Um, And then the rest of it was just me learning. There's so much, Mm -hmm. I feel like you don't know how to run a business until you run a business. And even if I was a business major. Girl, listen, no one told me that this shit was hard. (laughs) It's a challenge. It's an uphill battle. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, so what have you, what challenges have you kind of like mm-hmm. had in your business or <laughs> what else, or what have you learned that's new about running a CPD business? Because I know for me, I, I am still learning yeah. all the time and there are new rules and there's laws changing right. and there's a new, new file or document you need in order to run. What have, you know, you kind of, what's been your journey like with Holla Hemp? Okay, so I, I was. I began Holla Hemp when I got back from Germany, right? But I didn't really, like, get started, started until about uh, February. And then mm-hmm. COVID hit, right? So during that time, I had a, I wouldn't even call him a partner. He was just um, a friend at the time who kind of was, like, doing research for me. Like, oh, here, try this. Try get this. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this? Girl, tell me why months later... He's basically going around telling people that my company is his and like I oh, no. I'm his mentee and like I don't know what he was really telling people, but he was discrediting me and my own company. He owns zero percent of it. He's contributed zero percent besides just like Mm-mm. the hey, have you thought of this? Have you thought of that? Okay, thanks. I'll take it into account since we're friends, right? So a large part of my um, business journey so far has just been trust and knowing what I want when I do come in contest with like freelancers and partners mm-hmm. and just people that work with Holland Hemp and I work with personally. Um, and just <laughs> there's always new rules and new laws and um, just shifting to to match those and stay stay in the swim with fish. It's very true. There's always something changing. And then you're like, okay, this is another challenge. Do I right. want to keep doing this? Or... <laughs> or do I pivot? 
but do, do I, I have stop? the money to pivot? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a battle. I I feel you, but mm-hmm. I'm glad you're still doing it. I think as I was w- looking at your your website and your products, mm-hmm. I think it's good to start with a small amount of inventory, like not a lot of products, right? Because then as the industry changes, you can change with it, and you can go, okay, right. people want more of this. Let me create more of this for them, Miss Lady. I'm going smaller. <laughs> <laughs> Really? I'm going smaller in in uh, Q2. I'm really excited about that. Our inventory right. will be honey, tinctures, and flour and merchandise. Ooh, of course. that's yeah. really all you need, though. Especially with CBD stuff, like I don't think people realize a tincture can go a long way. It can. Having a CBD tincture in the morning can change your mm-hmm. whole entire day. Mm-hmm. Mixing a little CBD flour with your joint can make your whole mood change. Yes, putting exactly. a little honey in your tea. You're yeah. like, oh, my cramps are gone. What? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, what are your favorite ways to consume CBD and why? So I'm a DIYer and I love creating anything, literally anything. So I actually put some, I pickled some onions oh, and okay. I put some some. CBD droplets um, of our lemon tincture in there. Um, oh, and an infused meal. Oh my gosh, yes. that's like a good idea. That's wacky, but a more basic one is with my honey sticks. I like to make a mask. Um, okay. So honey, and then I have some, um, I think it's clay. Mm-hmm. And um, what is it? Honey, the clay, and water. And I just mix it together because the clay is kind of harsh on my skin. Mm, the um, CBD brings that inflammation down. Yes. Yes, yeah. lady. <laughs> yeah, that is, I didn't even think about that. I'm going to have to try that one day. Yes. Uh, no, oh, I yeah, think... you can't put honey on your face. Mm-hmm. No, you can put, I used to twist my hair with honey and lemon. So that's something I also do sometimes when I run out of product. It's a little okay. ghetto. <laughs> no, but that's very DIY. I love it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that yeah. is a great idea. Um, mm-hmm. What's your favorite benefit of CBD or benefits if you have more than one? Mm-hmm. Um, my anxiety used to be off the roof. So I would definitely have to say anxiety and mood. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I was one of those people who used to get too high. So what I also like about CBD is that, like, if I am too high, it can bring me back down a little bit exactly. and help balance that high out. Exactly. I love that for CBD, too. I, I'm also high anxiety. Mm-hmm. And then I think the first time I had CBD, I was like, oh, my gosh, my brain is, like, yeah. calming down. What yeah. is happening? And then I realized <laughs> I did my research and figured out, you know, the benefits of CBD for anxiety and stress and realized that it was working. Yeah. Where did you, you did mention that you like did a lot of research and mm-hmm. uh, taught yourself about the plant. Mm-hmm. What resources did you use or would you recommend for people who also want to learn more about the plant and its uses and benefits? Well, I can, I can say the ones that I used and the ones that I would recommend mm-hmm. other people use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I honestly used Google. <laughs> oh my gosh, people do not Google enough. Google is the greatest, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then I recommend people use platforms such as Leafly. Um, yes. And I know there's some other really famous platforms out there, but 
the reason I said Google just so easily is because I know on Clubhouse, people always like, how do I get into the industry? How do I know of strains? How do I do this or that? And, you know, it's, I, I think, um, you know, if you have the resources, I want to highlight the resources to use Google. If you even know what you don't know, mm-hmm. well, if you, did I say that right? If you don't Yeah, know, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, like... I have to just highlight that because people always say like, oh, Google's free, Google's easy. But some people don't even know where like to what start. they're searching for. Yeah. Right, right. So I just wanted to mention that if you have a sense of what you're looking for, just type in a question. Yeah, for sure. And then um, do you have any like books that you've read or like mm-hmm. are there YouTube channels that you're like, oh, this is very helpful for me? Yeah. Let me see. I have a bunch of books right here. Love a book person. I love books. (laughs) American Hemp by Jen Hobbs. Let's see. Um, I so I'm really into holistic health, and this isn't specific to CBD, but um Eat to Live by Joel Furman. I heard he kind of stole that from someone, but anyways. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And then um Robert's Rules by Roberts is really, or Mark Roberts is really good for marketing. My friend gave that to me. And then Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill is a gem. Always a good one. Yes. uh, The Greatest Salesman in the World by OG Mandino. Just helped me with my sales. So, yeah. Okay. That's a good, actually, that's a good combo Mm because I think when people think about getting into the CBD or cannabis industry, they immediately are like, oh, I have to read a thousand books about weed. And I don't think that's true. I think mm-hmm. you have to find the right books, depending yeah. on what you're doing exactly. Like if you're growing or if you're selling something and then Definitely. find those marketing and branding books. I have like, I just got another influencer like marketing book just mm-hmm. to teach myself more about it those are definitely very helpful if you're trying to start a, a business yeah. in the industry because you have to learn how to like market cbd and hemp because you can't do it like you do everything else yeah and you know i think something that may be just as important as like doing your research is doing your like physical research and seeing mm-hmm. how these different strains and products make you feel personally um, so that you can explain it to someone else better. Yeah. So do you think that it's possible? I've had this happen before where I worked for someone who mm-hmm. owned a, a product, a cannabis product, but mm-hmm. they did not smoke cannabis themselves. Do mm-hmm. you think you have to like be a, a consumer of, in some way to understand right. the business? Or do you think you, it's it doesn't matter? I personally don't know. I'm like, I feel like you have to be a consumer in order to like really Mm -hmm. be in this but that might just be my own bias um well I would say that I don't I don't really smoke I don't buy high THC cannabis Mm -hmm. so um I don't smoke it very often but Mm -hmm. I used to in the past I used to be a super stoner okay well you've had experience with it though yeah right um, but I would say that as long as you can speak to the diversity of the plant and mm-hmm. you educate yourself on the different parts, then go for it. You know, yeah. like if someone else smokes and they tell you how, how it makes them feel and you do your market research that way, soon enough, you'll gain enough information to share it. Um, you know, 
I don't have to eat fish to sell fish. (laughs) And I think usually people who, you know, I used to sell drugs. (laughs) But I didn't take the drugs I sold. I'll say that. That's so funny. The way you said it was like, I sold drugs. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, I have to. (laughs) But yeah, cannabis isn't a drug. I was just making the reference. That definitely makes sense. So what do you hope to like ultimately show or teach others about hemp or CBD or cannabis through your work and through your platforms? Yes. So um, hemp is the super sustainable plant. If I can highlight not only the uses of hemp through CBD, but industrial hemp, textiles, hempcrete, whatever the case, then I've succeeded. This is true. It's very sustainable and it's mm-hmm. super recyclable and reusable, right? Like, yes. it can be used over and over again. Yes, and I love hemp milk. It's hemp so milk. nutritious. Oh, yes. I have right now, I've recently been uh, being a daily consumer of a, like a hemp-based protein powder. I don't know what it does, but it's delicious. Yeah. No, when Starbs starts selling um, hemp milk as an alternative, I've, I've transcended life. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. <laughs> well, that is consuming still. I, like, I, like I mentioned, like I don't think everyone has to consume, consume, don't have to smoke. You, I think having a hemp milk, you still are you know, consuming the plant. That counts. Right. No, yeah, it totally counts. And that goes back to just highlighting the diverse uses. Exactly. Love it. And then what's next for you and your brand, Holler Hemp? And where do you hope to, like, you know, see yourself in your business in the next couple of years? Once COVID's mm-hmm. gone, of course. COVID will be gone soon, hopefully. Uh-huh. So I would say that I just want to create brand awareness to Holla Hemp. Um, I'm working on my social equity license in the Bay. So coming soon. Oh, is wow. Girl, you are the second yes. girl I've had on here to apply for a social equity license. I love to see it. Yes. Thank you. Good luck. Um, You're going to, it's going to be great. You're going to get it. We're already putting it out in the universe. Yes. They're making me go through backflips for it. Yeah. I've but heard I'm the process is it. like exhausting, but well yeah. worth it in the end. It's already yours. Definitely. So I want to create um, a brand that promotes creativity. You know, I'm a DIYer. So I miss the days where like I would smoke and want to paint, want to sing, Uh want to dance. (laughs) Yeah. So I just whatever I whatever I do in the future will just promote creativity, productivity, you know. um, Yeah. You did say you were downsizing, but do you think Mm -hmm. in the future you'd ever expand your brand or do you want to be Mm -hmm. in stores do you want to have a store like what's your vision so can you give me like some years I would say like five years five years okay so in five years dang I'm still gonna be really young in five years (laughs) (laughs) um I would say in five years I definitely want to have my product in stores. If Whole Foods is carrying CBD hemp products, I would 
love my dream would to be would be to be in Whole Foods. Oh wow. Are um, they not already? I feel like they are. I don't know. I don't know either. No I'm not a Whole Foods shopper. Someone let me know. <gasps> Blasphemy. I'm a Trader Joe's gal. I'm I'm budget Whole Foods. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. No, that's fair. Um I I love Trader Joe's as well. But we'll yeah. see your stuff in Trader Joe's and Whole Foods. How about that? And Whole Foods and Bristol Farms. Mm-hmm. All those places. All of those places. All those like really pricey, delicious mm-hmm. places. Where all the, like there's granola. We want your stuff by yes. the granola. Exactly. Nice. No, I love it. Last question. What advice do you have? I ask this to every guest and I love asking this because everyone has such a different answer. But uh, mm-hmm. what advice do you have for women of color or men? that want to get mm-hmm. into the industry, maybe create their own CBD or hemp brands mm-hmm. and just don't know where to start. So I would say to start with yourself. I think if you're not evolved, if you're not mature enough to be an entrepreneur, then you're going to run into more mm-hmm. difficulties than you would think. And I'm all about holistic health and wellness and healing so I would just say, like, go through go through your shadow side and, like, figure out who you are when nothing's going right. Yes. When you're at your worst. Because things will not go right in business all the time. Right. And you have to learn how to maneuver through those dark times. So if maybe you've never experienced, like, you know, we've all experienced dark times, but it gets darker. Yes. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh, I just spent so much money. I need this right. to work. I don't have any bill. Yeah. Like, I have no mm-hmm. food, but I'm just. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. So I would say that's the first step. Just start with yourself and figure out who you really are. Mm-hmm. And at the core of that, you'll figure out ex- your exact path in, in the CBD cannabis industry. Mm-hmm. And I can say that's what I experienced in Germany. You know, like, I didn't speak the language too well. No one looked like me, mm-hmm. and it, the people that did look like me, I can't relate to you. We're not from the same place, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I was, I was experiencing some really dark times. Mm-hmm. But but then yeah. once you got past it, you were like, okay, I have the ability to to climb out of this hole myself. So therefore, exactly. I think I'm strong enough to like do this other thing myself. Exactly, and there came Holla Hemp out of my out of my heart Look at that. <laughs> rainbow at the end of the tunnel i love to exactly. see it well thank you so much for answering those questions so i have a couple more questions for you but these are fun these okay. are like stoner speed around questions oh, and i'm I not much of a smoker but i think you can still apply these to your life okay. and they're mm-hmm. in the context of like you can only have one for the rest of your life okay <laughs> <laughs> there are those questions that no stoner wants to ask but I'm going to ask him anyway because it's fun okay all right you ready I'm ready okay sativa or indica sativa blunts bongs joints or edibles blunts dabs or pens pens hemp or tobacco blunts or joints uh I would say hemp in the name of hollow hemp okay <laughs> um your go-to stoner munchy snack hummus and bell peppers Ooh, that's a good one <laughs> um and then three strains once again only three you can have for the rest of your life girl cookies cookies what is it sherbet okay 
gelato. Gelato. Oh, those are like all classic Cali strains. Right. <laughs> I'm so basic. I was like, that's how you know you're a Cali girl. Those were yeah. definitely <laughs> Cali strains. You did great. Yeah. You did it super quickly. Some people struggle. They're like, uh, I can't do it. You did. No, yeah, that was hard as hell. Super speedy. <laughs> you, you won. I don't know what you won, but you won. <laughs> yay thank you well thanks so much for being on i super appreciate it and hopefully once the covid calms down and the panties over or like halfway over we can link up in real life (laughs) and have a nice session just catch up but of course i want you to just spend this time these last you know 15 minutes of this episode Mm -hmm. uh promoting your pages your website anything you got going on anything you got coming up you want us to know okay well, um, you can follow me on Instagram. My personal Instagram is Mahala Heron, M-A-H-A-L-A-H-E-R-R-O-N. Then my website is hollahemp.com. Um, Twitter, hollahemp.com. What else? What else is there coming up? We're just going to be downsizing, so make sure to shop now. We're not bringing the bath bombs back. We're not bringing the honey sticks back. Instead, we're going to have jars of honey. Um, And look out for, like, cookbooks and recipes and, you know, your favorite influencers because that's what's coming up. And thank you to you for having me on your platform. This has been really fun. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Well, hopefully I didn't kill too much of your energy you know during your fast you did great <laughs> thank you I really hope I wasn't too spacey no not at all you got you gave us some great gems and I'm super excited for people to follow you and follow your brand and see what you're doing and excited to see what else you do in the industry I don't live that far from you I believe so we'll keep in touch for sure I always yeah. keep in touch with the guests because I'm like I know all of y'all are about to win and I can't wait to see it yeah <laughs> you know we can have like a zoom date and we can like yes. get hummus and whatever hummus and, that was such a healthy stoner snack i know people were mad as hell at that end because they're like when they hear hummus that, they're like this girl did you say hum- i love hummus and bell pepper so i thought that was a good idea but yeah i'm I also mean, eating like yogurt and granola when i'm high so okay. that's just me yeah you know let me let me just throw out there like i do love a good payday Okay. All right. She redeemed herself with that. Don't come after. (laughs) Don't come after Mahala because she said hummus and bell pepper. (laughs) Please follow her and support her. We always want to support our Black women lead. Thank you guys for listening again. We're almost done with season two. I can't believe it. It's been crazy, but I cannot (laughs) wait to like come back for season three. I'm gonna take like a month break and then come back with even more stuff. And I'm gonna announce this first. You're the first to know, actually. We're going to have, so it's always been just women of color on the show, right? Like, Mm -hmm. just women of color in Canada. It's wine, weed, and weave, so. Right. But I've had men ask me, can men be on the show? Why isn't there a man on the show? I said, because it's not for (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Period. So I didn't make this for y'all. However, I have decided to do a special episode with a very special young man coming up soon. He is the one exception, so you guys keep a lookout for that. I won't say who it is. But y'all oh, okay, because I was sure going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. I'll text you. I'll just be okay. like, it's who it is. But you can't tell nobody until the episode comes out. But yeah, he's the one word. exception to the rule. So after this, don't ask me anymore <laughs> <laughs> to put a man on this show. Okay? Right. Period. I love y'all, but this is not for y'all. It's for the women of color and cannabis. 
because we're out here and we're all smart and beautiful and black and doing our thing. So I want to highlight the women of color. But this one man will get the opportunity to talk on the show as well because I support his brand and what he's doing. Wait, question, question. Yes. You need to tell me if you have the opportunity to have Burner on your show, you're going to tell him no? To have who? Burner. Oh, ooh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. I don't like if Wiz Khalifa or like Bernie wants to be on the show, like maybe, but nope. I haven't even thought about that. I this show honestly was created out of like fun, out of thin air, and the fact yeah. that I have a third season is like mind blowing. So, shout out to everybody who's who kept it on for this long, and to the men that even have an interest in this mm-hmm. show. I was so surprised how many men were were DMing me and being like, "I really like this. Could you put a man on?" And I'm like, "What? Did you only not read the title?" But it's <laughs> fine. I still love y'all. Well, that's all the announcements. I'll text you after this, girl. I'll tell you. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on again. Hopefully you enjoy the rest of your Friday. Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, My Instagram, at the Marijuana Ayana. You can find all the details about Mahala and Hala Hemp and her brand. It'll be tagged in the post and on my Instagram stories. I posted a story earlier this week that's in the highlights um, with all her info as well with her beautiful picture I love that picture of you with your thank product you. thank you <laughs> and then um, on Instagram you can hashtag wine weed and weave to find all the episodes but thanks again girl have a good rest of your day thank you